You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. another episode of Here the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing Omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora, freshly back from the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> uh, when did you get back? Uh, Thursday. Thanksgiving oh, okay. Day. Okay, so there's no jet lag or anything like that. No, no, no. How was your Thanksgiving? Was that good, too? Well, it was. I was just at the airport. <laughs> oh, was that, th- that was Thanksgiving? Was just airport? Yes. Yes, and I did it because I thought it was going to be empty, but no, it was uh, really? full of people. So, <laughs> really, yes, that's weird to me. Did you yeah, eat like a? Was, did you did you did you pay like a half-assed attention to the holiday? Did you eat like a turkey sandwich or something? Or oh no, I had tacos <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> Screw you, Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know what Aurora gives thanks for tacos. Tacos. Oh yeah, every day. Yes. You, you know what though? There's nothing wrong with that. No. I too am thankful for tacos, <laughs> um, but no, it, it, yeah, we we're talking off air. It sounds like your trip to Oregon was awesome. It was. Did yeah. you guys? Did you guys just stick to uh, to Portland, or did you kind of go elsewhere? We just we stayed in Portland. There were so many things to do there that <laughs> yes, it was enough. <laughs> in case you've never been there and you're like, hey, I've seen Portlandia. It seems like a hipster paradise. It is, apparently, according to Aurora. The movie theaters only show, like, old movies or foreign films. Yes. Glenn should move to Portland, I think is what we're trying to say. And it's not only showing, like, foreign films. It's that you have a couch. It's not like (sighs) normal movie theaters uh, seats. It's a couch, and you can drink beer or wine, and you can even eat. That's always while good. watching the movie. It I mean, was there's amazing. Some, there's some good. There's some good places like that. I wish we had like an Alamo Draft House somewhere, yeah. somewhere close to me. I have. I know Glenn has gone to one a few times. I have a cousin who lives like right by one, and they go to they go to the Alamo Draft House frequently. And that sounds like that sounds like the best way to enjoy a movie. Oh my god, it was so comfortable. When I <laughs> when I go see Rogue One in a couple of weeks, I would love nothing more than be able to like have a meal and watch right? Rogue One in a movie yeah. theater. That yes. would be awesome. I'll settle yeah. for I'll settle for popcorn and stuff, but uh, <laughs> the thought of being able to have like just a full on meal and watch a movie mm-hmm. that would be great. Okay, let's talk about zombies. <laughs> <laughs> enough of the enough of the other talk. Let's talk about The Walking Dead season seven, episode five. It's called Go Getters, and this is the episode where we catch up with Maggie. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first time we see her, she is waking up in uh, at the hilltop, and the she's talking to Doctor Carson of of hilltop fame, and right. he's letting her know that there is a problem with the baby, and she has not lost it yet, but she mm-hmm. does need to stay and rest at hilltop for the remainder of her pregnancy so that he can watch over her. And it's basically Mag, uh, Maggie and, and Sasha are the ones that are hanging out. Uh, together, they are, I guess, the uh, 
like the widow's club, unfortunately. Although she <laughs> yes, wasn't, yeah. Sasha wasn't really married to, to Abraham, but they're, mm-hmm. you know, you get the gist. And yep. uh, it's mostly them for this episode. It's them and Je- they hang out with, with Ninja Jesus. He's back. Oh my God, yes. Ninja <laughs> Jesus sounds right. <laughs> he's, ba- he's back and he's large and in charge this episode. Um, so they are there. And basically a lot of the, the, uh, the, the stuff with, with Jesus in this episode was really his, uh, his butting heads with, uh, Gregory, I think, Mm -hmm. right? The, uh, the leader of Hilltop. Um, we do get a little bit of Alexandria. There's Carl who is refusing to go with Rick to scavenge for provisions for the saviors. Uh, Michonne's also not going anywhere and she has some things to figure out probably about her relationship with Rick after things have gone because uh, neither of them think that Rick Rick is handling things very good at the Mm -hmm. moment Uh, so yeah it's not not looking (laughs) good for the people of Alexandria Uh, Carl uh, also in the midst of all this after the aftermath of all of this uh, notices that Enid is trying to once again escape the walls of Alexandria she does this frequently Yes. Uh, but she's trying this time she wants to go to the hilltop to see Maggie and uh, they talk and Carl says he's not going out of his way to save her butt and uh, they kind of jab at each other back and forth uh, I think love is, is blooming Aurora that's mm-hmm. what I think I can, yeah. I can tell it right here even though mm-hmm. they were arguing with each other uh, back at the hilltop uh, Jesus is helping Sasha settle into her room and he's going to try to convince Gregory to let them stay because he's not a big fan of this. Uh, basically, he's petrified of the saviors. And if they show up and they find Maggie and Sasha here, or they find out that they... I believe this is also where they buried Glenn and Abraham's remains. Right, right. That yeah. uh, they might get mad and he might get dead. So mm-hmm. he really doesn't want them hanging around. But uh, Jesus is a good dude. Uh, I think somebody wrote about how good of a dude Jesus was somewhere at some point in a, in a book a long time ago. Uh, but he's particularly good here. And mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't want them to go. He, he's like, no, no, no. We, we have to. She needs to rest. She needs a friend by her side. We're not going to let them leave. This isn't safe. Uh, and basically more than once, he's like, look, Ninja Jesus is going to have to take over if Gregory doesn't want to yeah. play ball. And uh, and this is a dude who does not want to be a leader, but uh, he's willing to force Greg out of power if right. uh, if that's what it takes. Uh, so Maggie and Sasha are woken in the dead of night. There is loud music playing outside next to multiple fires. The music is coming from a car parked on the hilltop's interior patio, and mm-hmm. the gates are open. And of course, this is bringing in walkers from all over the place. Right. Uh, Maggie gets on top of the trailer and calls for Jesus and the others. She directs uh, the men from her spot on top of the trailer to start killing them walkers. And uh, they do. They're out there trying to hand-to-hand them. Sasha tries to get into the car, but it is locked and barred on all sides. Mm-hmm. And that is where all the music is coming from. Uh, then, out of the blue, Maggie the Badass appears in a gigantic yes. tractor trailer thingy. And mm-hmm. runs over not only a large number of walkers, but uh, runs over the car as well, crushing it and ultimately stopping the music. And Sasha and Jesus, they kill the rest of the walkers. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Carl and Enid, we catch up with them. They're walking on the road and they're talking about why Carl wants to kill Negan. And Carl also says that he wants to remember what happened the night that Abraham and Glenn were killed. Um, he wants to remember this if he's ever given the chance to stop Negan. Uh, he Basically, he's like going to use that as fuel, essentially, to... to I don't know what Carl's going to do, to be perfectly honest with you, but in his yeah, head, he thinks, in his head <laughs> he thinks he's going to be able to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they find, don't they, uh, don't they randomly find, like, somebody had yeah. some roller skates as well? Right, yep. And they have this weird moment of, of being kids roller kids, skating down yeah. the road. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of a nice moment. Yeah. Uh, so, back at the hilltop, things are going not so smoothly. Greg still wants them out. Jesus wants to keep them. Um, Maggie and, and Sasha are kind of more or less sort of staying out of it a little bit, but less and less so as the episode goes on. And in the midst of all of this discussion, Simon arrives. Uh, in case you don't remember Simon, he is one of the creepier looking saviors with uh, he doesn't have a porn stash, but he has like porn <laughs> mutton chops. I think he looks yeah. like a he looks like a porn star. Um, Do you he, know that he's a? Did you ever play GTA Five? I did. He's the guy. He's who, Trevor. He's, he's Trevor, and they also yes. modeled his character after him. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a creepy dude, no matter what. <laughs> he's awesome, though. Uh, mm-hmm. That's one of the weirdest and most disturbing characters in a video game ever. <laughs> I would recommend if nobody's ever played GTA Five, just to—I mean, if your sensibilities allow for it, because it, it is a really uh, sometimes an awful character, but mm-hmm. uh, it's worth it sometimes just to switch to his character, just to mm-hmm. see the situation you find him in when you mm-hmm. get there. That's usually one of the best. Of the game for me, true. Yeah, wake up, waking up in a bridge and nothing but his underwear <laughs> and beer bottles. Yeah, it's like there's a story there, and I really want to know what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, he shows up uh, at the hilltop with the rest of the saviors, and Simon tells Greg that they need to talk in his study, and he says that uh, what happened last night with the cars and the walkers that was a message. Mm-hmm. It was they sent them, and they hope it was received loud and clear. And uh, Simon questions him, and he says the people at the hilltop probably forgot what the walkers look and smell like. They were going to clean up the mess so they could see how much of a, a service the saviors provide. Right. Uh, and then Gregory has to weasel his way out of this and be like, well, you know, we we learned a lot from you guys, so that's why we were able to stop them. So in a way, you, you did help us. Thanks a bunch. Mm-hmm. And Simon is just dumb enough to not see through this. Uh, and he's like, oh, that, thanks a bunch. <laughs> uh, Simon asks if there's anything else you should be made aware of. Gregory stays silent. Of course, uh, what he is aware of is that as soon as the saviors arrived, he directed Jesus to put Sasha and Maggie into a closet to keep them mm-hmm. from view. Um, but Gregory is a wuss, Aurora, and he is cracking yep. under the pressure of Simon's stare. And his questioning. And he says, actually, there is something. And Gregory leads Simon to a corridor closet, opening the door to reveal bottles of scotch. Uh, Simon notes that he hates the stuff, but uh, Negan is going to love it. Mm -hmm. And you don't mind if I just say it was from me, right? And not mention you at all. (laughs) Uh, 
The saviors are going through the entire house and take half, as per usual. Simon asks Gregory to kneel before him before they continue. Gregory instantly obliges because he is an obedient lapdog. And mm-hmm. Simon tells him that's a solid kneel and pats him on the head like a kid. Yep. Uh, the look on Jesus' face at the moment. <laughs> he's not hes not impressed <laughs> by Greg the leader. Um, so Carl and Enid are walking. Uh, they get out of the woods and they see the saviors loading up the trucks. Enid says Carl wasn't coming to save her. But I, I actually completely glossed over the part where Carl came and saved Enid, even though he said he wasn't right. going to. Um, and he said he actually wasn't coming to save her. He was actually trying to catch Negan and the saviors. Mm-hmm. He asked Enid to come with him. She does not want to. And says that Carl's revenge is selfish. It's not for the ones who died. It's for him. Mm-hmm. She asks how he will get away if he kills Negan. And she cares if he lives or dies. And she pleads for him to stay with her. And they share a kiss. Mm-hmm. Love is born. Between <laughs> adorable I mean, little... they're the only teenagers in this world, so I guess. I know. I feel bad for Enid. <laughs> Enid is settling for a raggedy kid with a cowboy hat and one missing eye. She's cute. Yeah, this, she this is. Ki- this kid's a wreck. This, this coral kid. I feel bad for her. Um, so uh, she says she's not going to go, but she can't stop him. And Enid leaves to go to the hilltop. In Gregory's room, Sasha and Maggie walk out of the closet. Greg is mad. That Jesus tricked him and says, they have to leave immediately. Jesus puts his foot down and says the women are staying. He will knock Gregory out of power if they are forced to leave. And Gregory says the saviors can be quite reasonable. And then Maggie punches him right in the face. Yes. And Maggie says, this is her home now. And she says that Gregory Gregory was going to have to call her by her name. Mm-hmm. Maggie Ree. Yeah. Uh, Jesus looks out the window with Maggie and Sasha, and they talk about how Gregory came to power. He says someone else will take over, but he tells Maggie that they'll talk about it again uh, later. After Maggie leaves, Sasha asks um, Jesus if he can find out where Negan lives. He says he can, but Sasha insists it has to stay between them. Maggie can't know, so Sasha wants to go out on her own tour of revenge. Um, out at Glenn's grave, Maggie finds Enid, who has tied bow or not bows, but balloons to his grave, which was really sweet. Mm-hmm. And Enid asks if Maggie is okay. She says she's not, but she will be. And inside, Maggie is telling Enid about the walkers that they killed last night, and she says that there was a boy from high school whose car she ran over with a tractor. Right. Uh, Sasha enters Enid, uh, and Enid lies, saying she came by herself, not mentioning Coral. Uh, mm-hmm. Enid put the balloon. Uh, Enid put the balloons on the wrong grave. Apparently, uh, that's okay. It's really hard to tell. I don't think they're marked particularly well. Right, right. Uh, Maggie gives uh, Glenn's pocket watch to Enid and tells Sasha that they have each other to remember the men by. The three hold hands and pray over the dinner before them. And as the survivors are loading boxes into their trucks, and while Maggie is not present, Sasha asks Jesus if he can find out where Negan lives. And to keep the, obviously to keep that between them. And after closing the gate, when the Savior's convoy is leaving, Jesus jumps into the back of the last truck, only to find that Carl is already hiding inside. Mm-hmm. 
Things are going to get crazy, Aurora. What did you yeah. think of uh, of Go Getter? There was a lot of Go Getters in this episode. Yes, I love this episode. This is my favorite episode so far. Wow. Okay. Yes, it was a girl power episode. <laughs> yeah, it really was. They paid because this guy Gregory is a major sexist. Yeah, and an overall awful person. I don't know if yeah. if he he keeps calling everybody by the wrong name, mm-hmm. and I don't know if if it's because he's an alcoholic, and just that's dick. why, yeah. or if he's just doing it on purpose. I don't know. Um, but he deserved that punch in the face. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and it was he awesome. Did. That whole scene was great. Yeah. Um, so I I, lo- I love the whole scene of the car playing the song. Um, and Maggie running over it with a tractor. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, everything about the episode was great. I I love this episode so much. Squishing zombies. Um, yes. Yeah, so there wasn't... They didn't really do a lot of, of story progression, like overall story progression in this episode, but I, I really liked the focus on Maggie and... Sasha, like this was basically all their episode. Mm-hmm. There was obviously there was like the B story with with Carl and Enid, right? Uh, and there was a tiny bit of Rick and Michonne, very tiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the rest of it, the the whole episode was really surrounded catching up with Maggie and finding out how she's doing, what yep. she, you know what she's doing, like what the what the whole situation is, how. The, What's the deal with the baby? All of this stuff. And they tapped into the stuff that we've already dealt with a little bit with Hilltop, which was Gregory. Uh, we've, I mean, obviously Maggie's already met with Gregory before, and he was an ass to her then. Right. And he's he's a continued ass. And there's obviously, um, and we've met Ninja Jesus many times. Yeah. And they, they kind of continued that thread of he doesn't like Gregory, and there needs to be a new leader, but he's not really the leading type. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's a job that somebody's got to do. Maybe he's the only person for the job. That's... I don't know. I I feel like he hinted that they want Maggie to be the leader. Yeah, yeah. Which would be great. Yeah, she was the leader when uh, the car was uh, with the playing the music and the walkers were coming in. She took charge, and she was she was telling everybody what to do. That's right. She's the one who stopped all of that yeah. stuff. Uh, she. Yeah, she she led the crew, and and it's, I think it's very clear that we're we're maybe moving towards this thing that we speculated on that there's going to be this combining of groups, Alexandria, the Hilltop, the Kingdom, coming mm-hmm. together to fight Negan. I don't know if they're going to get any other groups in on the action. I, I feel like they probably don't want to. I feel like they probably don't want to introduce too many factions all at once for people to. I think it'd be easy enough for people to to keep an eye on like just these four groups right, and if the three right. team up to to battle the one i think it's i think that's probably plausible for the sake of the television show that oh, i i just hope that the tiger kills I'm, negan i'm that's telling you I maggie watch. i'm telling you maggie riding the tiger yes yes eating negan would be the that would be amazing that would be the it would yeah i haven't had I, a, would, I would screenshot that that will be my wallpaper that will be <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> I haven't had a 
Yeah, it's it's been a little while since I've had a, a really truly satisfying moment in a TV show. So mm-hmm. uh, the the last really great villain death on Game of Thrones, but that was that felt like ages ago now. So I <laughs> I need a new I need a new cathartic uh, yes. bad guy bad guy demolishing. Uh, to make me to make me feel a little bit better, and I think that would. I don't think it's going to happen because that's way too amazing for them to do this. <laughs> but boy, part of me is just like, come on, oh. just, just do it. Yes, it's, you're seven seasons in, man. It's not like you're going to wreck the show if Maggie rides a tiger in and eats <laughs> no, they're going to get more viewers. Yeah, people are going to be like, <laughs> what? I missed that. Yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna you're gonna peak interest. I think. Yes. Uh, you're not gonna you're not gonna blow it away. They're like she wrote a tiger and he ate it and they ate the guy from Supernatural. Yes, that's what <laughs> happened. Yes. Um, yeah, I like I like this episode. Um, this, I mean, it didn't. It was missing a a bit from. Like I said, it, it they didn't do a lot of like progression of the story, but I also understand why. Like it's very it's. I found it difficult to kind of rate this episode. Um, it was like I totally understand. I totally understand why because there's they had this big uh, event that happened at the beginning of the season, and now they're trying to just you know instead of catching everybody up in one episode, they're deciding to spread it out over over right. a few episodes and catching mm-hmm. up with people. And th- they've kind of been doing this formula for uh, a little bit now on the show, but. At, at times, it's also like, oh, I wish we could just learn a little bit more about the direction the story is headed in. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're deciding to sacrifice larger plot progression for more character development, right. which is not right. a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the two warring parts of me that want uh, equal parts plot progression and equal parts character development all in one episode. Right, right. That doesn't really happen like that. You kind of have to sacrifice one for the other, mm-hmm. usually. So, yeah, um, I found it difficult to kind of rate the episode, but I liked it. I'm just not sure where oh I like gosh. it on, in the pantheon of other of other episodes that have. I'm uh, just. Happened. I love Maggie now. Like Maggie is my favorite character now. She's such a badass and mm-hmm. she's been through so much and she continues to be amazing you remember when we had this talk i think it was last season we were t- had this talk i think with carol yeah like she had changed she had changed so much and she's right um i'm not sure where carol is at right now as a character she kind of like yeah, she, I don't she, know. She, she's she, kind of all over the place yeah she kind of went off the edge of like yeah. of like lunacy and now she's maybe just picking up the pieces mm-hmm. i think uh, yep. But Ma- Maggie is the new Carol, which yeah, she's amazing. My gosh, that could be a Netflix show coming to a t- TV near you soon. <laughs> yes, uh, I would totally watch a Maggie speed off. I <laughs> yes, <laughs> no, she was uh, she was really great, and I and I really like uh, I like Lauren Cohen. She's awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, she's speaking of Supernatural. She's been on Supernatural a few times. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize until I saw her on Supernatural that she's British. I guess yeah. I should have just realized that pretty much everybody on The Walking Dead is probably British, <laughs> yes. with the exception of like two or three people. I just presume now that everyone <laughs> I see on American TV is not from America anymore. <laughs> uh, maybe that's why we need to make America great again, Aurora. <laughs> oh my god! Not enough. Not enough Americans <laughs> acting on television. <laughs> I watched that new Harry Potter movie, Aurora, and it takes place in New York City, but almost everybody in the movie is British. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh... <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> look, it, it just stunned me. Look, I've been having this problem since I watched House. 
Mm-hmm. I, I had no idea that Hugh Laurie was actually British because I'd never oh, yeah. watched like anything else that Hugh Laurie was in prior to uh, <laughs> prior to House, and I just presumed that he was American. <laughs> and one time, there's an episode where he is pretending to be somebody else and speaks with his normal accent, and I'm like, "Wow, he oh does yeah, a, yeah." I'm like, "Wow, he does a great British accent." <laughs> I'm such a fool. I'm a fool. Uh, yeah, I had I had no idea. Apparently, he had fooled uh, Brian Singer as well when he cast him. Really, uh, Brian Singer wanted an American actor to play House, and he read he saw Hugh Laurie's thing and was just like, "Hey, there's a great. How come nobody's tapped this guy? Here's a great American actor. Let's pick him <laughs> up." Did not realize he was British. Well, they do a really good job at doing an American accent. All yeah, of them. He was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, Ma- Maggie, I I had no idea until <laughs> I saw her on Supernatural. I'm like, huh, that's, yep. a, that's too good of a British accent for her to not be actually British. And lo and behold, <laughs> she was. I'm, I'm Michonne. I think is probably British. Uh, yeah, a Morgan. Uh, oh, Morgan. Mor- yeah, I was going to yeah. say Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I think is a no, no, no. <laughs> he's probably Canadian or something. The governor was British. Just to mess with me. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of those, most of those, I knew. Uh, he's oh, okay. Jeffrey Dean Morgan is in fact an American actor. Oh my god! I thought you were going to say British. I was going to be like, what? That would have blown my mind. I've never heard him speak in a British accent. Um, I, I thought he was going to turn out to be Canadian just to just to mess with my head. <laughs> but no. Uh, all right. So, what would you give Go Getters? Oh. Can I give something between four point five and five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we we've broken with the uh, the half point tradition. We've now moved on to quarter points, so you can. Do... I'm gonna I'm gonna do four point eight. Oh wow, you're gonna you're gonna go into like the tenths. Yes, I really like this episode. I enjoyed it so much. Wow, that so, is a, that yeah. is a first. We have given four and three quarters four point seven fives before. <laughs> no, but Aurora four point eight. Aurora went the extra five tenths of a point. Yes, four point eight. Our yes. first ever. Um, the only reason it's not a five is again I'm saving that five, but it was almost a five for me this episode. I, wow. I loved it, and I loved all the Jesus kicks as well. Yeah, I gave it a, I gave it four and a half. This was a really good episode. It was just like I said, I struggled. I, I was kind of going back and forth between uh, four, four and a quarter, and four and a half a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even really sure what what pushes it to four four point five for me, but uh it was it was a good episode. It was you know what it is. I think it was just we haven't been to Hilltop in a while and they re yeah. they revisited that dynamic and it was cool to see like a Maggie episode. I, yeah. I'm trying to think of like the last time they had an episode that was focused basically on her. Yeah, and I also felt that so many things happened in this episode. It didn't feel like one episode. It felt longer. Yeah. As well, because they, it, a lot of things happened. They combine. Like. They combine. They combine some different elements, mm-hmm. um, for sure. Okay, well, that's this week. Next week, uh, I didn't watch the next week on the Walking Dead thing, so I'm actually not sure who they're focusing on next week. Did you? It it, it seemed like a combination of. Uh, you're gonna see Rick. Where you know you you saw that in this episode, Rick was going to like scavenge for things yeah, to give to Nate Egan. Um, they're showing that um, I saw Daryl ah, on so the in the preview. 
Um, so it, it's going to be a combination between Rick in the woods and the Negan camp. Uh, the episode title doesn't give me any hints necessarily. Maybe we'll hear a lot of bad language because when Aurora and I return, the next episode we discuss will be season seven, episode six of The Walking Dead called Swear. Swear. <laughs> 